0: Well, Meryl Reese, Doug Peterson, to no surprise, announced yesterday afternoon at his Zoom press conference that Jalen Hurts will remain the starter for this weekend's Eagles game against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Meryl, what did Doug Peterson have to say about Jalen Hurts at his press conference yesterday? He was
1: very complimentary. Uh, They just waited until he saw the game tapes, but he was very, very complimentary. And I think really, I think right after a game, it's a tough time for a coach. He's been out there in the pressure cooker, for three and a half hours, and yeah, uh, he is five minutes after the game answering questions, and I think he's trying to be careful of everybody's feelings. Uh, he wants the team to know that it was a team victory, and he did say that Jalen Hurts played well, and then yesterday he was more effusive in his praise. Uh, as far as naming the quarterback, I think he waits a day so that he can talk to both quarterbacks personally rather than hear him, them have hear decisions Uh, Over the air or or read about them in the newspaper. I think Doug is a very, very considerate guy. And that's what it's all about. But I think everybody in the world knew after the performance, the excellent winning performance by Jalen Hurts, that he was going to be the quarterback this coming week against Arizona. Doug just prefers to do it week by week at this point of the season.
0: There were still some Carson Wentz questions yesterday. In fact, I mean, I didn't count, but I, I, I would assume that it was about almost 50-50 in terms of Hertz and Wentz questions yesterday. And one of the questions Merrill dealt with, does Doug, Doug's success with backups record-wise, although a much smaller sample size, compared to Doug's record with Carson Wentz? What did Doug have to say about that?
1: Basically, he said it's, it's, it's difficult to say why He said that uh, it's it's not unusual, perhaps, because a backup quarterback comes in and the game plan changes slightly and the opposition isn't as familiar with the backup quarterback. But he stressed that he and Carson have always had a very, very good relationship and communicate well to one another.
0: In addition to naming Jalen Hurts the starter again, there was other big news yesterday that's being overshadowed. because,
1: Unfortunately. Unfortunately, because... The news concerned the secondary. Sure. And this is going to be critical this week against an Arizona team with a quarterback named Kyler Murray, who can move all over the place and throws very, very well. And the Eagles, for the second time in three years, have lost Rodney McLeod, the safety, for the rest of the season. It was after three games in uh, 2018 when he went down with a torn ACL. And uh, here we are this time. Uh, With Rodney McLeod again out for the season. I feel particularly bad for him. Certainly, it hurts the Eagles because he's one of their best players and he's also one of the leaders in that locker room and on the field. And I, I feel badly for him. He's 31 years old. I know how much he loves to play football. And here his season is over. And then we don't know about Darius Slay. He is in what they call concussion protocol. So we'll find out later in the week. But there will probably be some names that are somewhat less than the household variety when the Eagles line up against Arizona.
0: And then there's also Avante Maddox, who Doug indicated yesterday is probably going to miss some time. So then you're you're looking at three-fourths of the Eagles starting secondary that that, is, that it has a significant injury right now, and we don't know the statuses of Slay and of Maddox exactly going forward. Merrill, how are the Eagles going to handle losing Rodney, who's not only a very good safety, but also a tremendous leader on this team?
1: I don't know. It's a game of next man up. That's all you can do. There are injuries all over the league, and uh, different teams have injuries in different departments this is the second time in about three years that the eagles are hit hard in that one department i think uh, there are so many names on this team right now that you look at and you say who because they're coming and they're going and there are people out there who you just got to know a couple of weeks ago like michael jaquette who they picked up and michael jaquette will be one of the guys i'm sure if he's healthy mm-hmm. will be out there this week and there are others, but they're, they're coming and they're going, and that's what happens. And it it always seems to happen. They, it takes one department, and it's more in the secondary than any place else.
0: Merrill, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up last night's Monday night classic between oh. the – between Baltimore and Cleveland. It was just a sensational game. Uh, Baltimore outslugged, and I use that word because it was so many points, outslugged Cleveland 47 42. Uh, give me your thoughts on last night's, and, and it's a classic. I'm not understating it. Last night was a classic.
1: It, well, it, if you like offense, <laughs> For 47 42, there wasn't much defense, but uh, both quarterbacks played extremely well, and Baker Mayfield took Cleveland down for what looked like the winning points at the end of that game, and uh, they were up. And then back came Baltimore, and they tied the game, and it it went back and forth. And, And then finally, the last thing was a long drive. First of all, Lamar Jackson left the game for a period of time with cramps. He went back in the locker room. And Trace McSorley, the former Penn Stater, came in to move the team, and he got hurt. And as he went down, and you're thinking, who is Baltimore going to bring in next? Because he seemed to hurt his knee. Out of the locker room charged Lamar Jackson. It was like a Hollywood movie. And he came in and brought them down. And it finally ended with a 55 yard Justin Tucker field goal. He is one of the great kickers in the game, probably now or any other time. And unfortunately, it was a kicker who cost the game to yeah. Cleveland. He was one of the main factors. That was Cody Parkey, our old friend Cody Parkey, who missed both a 39-yard field goal and an extra point. Things like that change a game tremendously.
0: They do. They do. Uh, That's four points right there. And I know the final was five points, but the the five points is because Cleveland was trying laterals at the end of the game. Uh, to, when, when they were down three and they ended up getting a safety out of it. So they really lost by three. Yeah, it and was that, one of
1: those old Stanford band plays that, right. that ended up as a safety uh, for the Cleveland Browns. And,
0: and, and because it was really three and not five, even though the final score indicates that it was five, if Parkey makes the field goal and the extra point that he missed, who knows what <laughs> would have happened. <laughs> who
1: knows? It, it changes the entire course of that game. Uh um, Look, the Eagles got away with it, and I think Jake Elliott is a very good kicker, but he is struggling a bit this year. Uh, In the last three weeks, he's missed two extra points, and this week he missed a 23-yard field goal, and things like that do affect the team. The Eagles got away with it, and I'm happy for them, and I'm happy for Jake that it didn't cost them the game, but uh, he's, he's far too talented a kicker to miss the kicks that he's missed.
0: That is something to keep an eye on, certainly going forward in the, in these upcoming games, especially next week against Arizona, and, and to see how that factors into Doug Peterson's decision-making and whatnot, because it's, it's not just, you know, oh, he missed uh, uh, you know one time out of so many times. He's missed Merrill. Jake Elliott, we talk about it every week. He's missing extra points. He's missing short field goals. That field goal that he missed was less. Shorter
1: than, shorter than an extra point. It's yeah. 23 yards. An extra point is 33.
0: But it's bizarre because, like, I, I feel that he's got a better chance to make a 50-yarder than he does a chip shot. I, almost. Sometimes it, fe- it feels like with Jake Elliott. It's just really, it's interesting. Well, it's
1: it's kind of like a golfer who starts missing two foot putts. Yeah. That's basically what it is.
0: It is. It is. Uh, Jim Schwartz talks today. I'm sure he'll be um, asked about Rodney McLeod and, and all the injuries in the secondary. And then Dave Phipp talks today as well. And and you can uh, uh, you know feel very confident about the fact that the majority of it is going to be, or at least some of it's going to be about, jake elliott um because it and it feel i feel like um dave fifth gets asked about jake elliott every week at this point because it's it's been it's been an issue almost every week so we will hear Merrill what the what the coordinators have to say about the particular issues regarding their units today and we'll talk about it tomorrow morning thank you for the time and have a wonderful day thank you dave voice of the eagles Merrill reese